Welcome back to Cole America. I hope you missed me as much as I missed you. Chris Coleman back here today. Do a little show for you. Alright. We're going to jump right into this because we got a good bit I want to go over. College football, let's start out with it. First off, we all know, uh, we don't have to rehash what all happened. We don't have to rehash that I told you that the Crimson Tide would ride, rise again. Everybody was writing us off. Everybody had, had put us out. I get it. I see where you're at. Because this Tide team's been inconsistent all year. They haven't played at that level consistently. So I get it. I understand why they were at. Why they were saying what they were saying. But come on. The last team from the SEC East to beat Alabama was in 2010, and it was Steven Garcia, South Carolina. How about that? Mm. Anyway, what I want to get into a little bit is now that we've, we've seen it, you saw Baylor and OK State. That was a great game that morning. Um, Baylor Moneyline, thank you. Uh, and it was a historic day for Alabama. Uh, I mean, for the first time ever, a school beat a top five football and top five basketball on the same day. Yeah, so it's only appropriate that we do that now that we're a basketball school. And we still play football as well. Uh, <laughs> it's better uh, a little bit. But uh, it was, you know, there were a lot of good games. Pitt and, and uh, Wake Forest, the ACC championship, that was a joke. That was terrible. Uh, didn't even hit the over. I'm disappointed in y'all. Um, mm. Michigan. Collie wobbles them. Collie wobbles. That's the word of the day. Anyway, so Coach Prime at Jackson State, by the way, won the SWAC. Just wanted to mention that so I could say Coach Prime. Um, I was really disappointed that LSU didn't go get him. But, no, they got uh, Brian Kelly, who's from Massachusetts, and went in there and faked a Southern accent. And let me tell you, they say fake it till you make it. Well, you've done it, sir. You've done it. You got the job you wanted. Now let's see what you can do. Welcome to the West. Mm. Seems like everybody gets hired in the West. They're like, oh, he's a great coach. He could be a great coach. Boom, boom. Just keep falling on their face. Boom. Nope. I'll give the lane train credit. He went 10-2. and two. That's Ole Miss's first ever 10-win regular season. First ever. That's crazy. That's crazy. To put that in perspective for you, Alabama now, 14 straight 10-win seasons. Now, that does include bowl games for Alabamas, but, you know, still, you see where I'm at. <laughs> yes. Okay, how about two straight, you know, 10-win regular seasons? Actually, more than that, but whatever. Anyway. Um, the, uh, so, I'll give him credit there. Jimbo, yeah, the a and beat Alabama. And what else? And what else? Sir, you're not earning your money at A&M. Mike Leach, are you kidding? Are you kidding? That was the big hire that was going to shake up the West. 
That was Brian Kelly. Nobody liked the Sam Pittman hire. Nobody. He seems to be doing pretty good. Mm. Considering where they were before he came in. Now I want to look at this. Because the, all the talk is, you know, when we go to 12 teams, when we go to 8 teams, whatever. Let's look at where they are right now, all right? Now the top four, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati. Yes, all of them have a legitimate in the playoff national title national championship type teams if they win these last two games any one of them deserves the, deserves the trophy no question about that so we'll fast forward move move along Notre Dame if Notre Dame had gotten the playoffs it would have been the worst resume ever to get into the playoffs that's how soft their schedule was that's how bad their schedule was this year. Mm. But they had the name Notre Dame, and they got the media on their side. So, do they deserve it? Absolutely not. Ohio State? No. You already lost to Michigan. You lost to Michigan. Why should they have to beat you twice? Baylor? Baylor got hot, but... Those two losses earlier in the season were pretty bad. And you're hot at the right time, and you held on against OK State. Had OK State have beaten Baylor, okay. Now they got it. Now you got a case. But they didn't. And I skipped over Ole Miss. Ole Miss is sitting there at number eight. Really? 10 to 2 Ole Miss. All right. Because you didn't look like a national championship team when you came to T Town. I'll tell you that. Lane train, go for it on fourth down again. Mm. OK State, number nine, I already said. Michigan State sitting there at number 10. No. No. Ask Michigan and others. Utah at number 11. Preseason. Go back and listen to my preseason show. I had said uh, Utah could be a surprise team to make the playoffs. I thought they would win the Pac-12. They did win the Pac-12. Mm. They just had a rash of injuries early in the year. Didn't play well early in the year. Lost games they shouldn't have lost. And that's what makes college football great. Is that the regular season matters. In, in March Madness, as we get into basketball, then you're going to see it's all about it, the regular season is a warm-up. It's a preamble. It is to be hot going into the postseason. You just saw it with Major League Baseball. 162-game season, does every game matter? Of course it matters in the standings, but does it matter? No, because you saw a particular team ruin all of baseball by getting hot at the end of the regular season and carrying it through the postseason and breaking baseball. And that's why we don't have baseball anymore. That's why they, they, they killed it. It no longer exists. Okay, currently they're locked out, but same thing. Pitt is at number 12. You're ACC champions. ACC champions. Should, does Pitt have a claim at the national title this year? Absolutely not. Those are the 12 teams you want to let in. Look, I see if you want to go to six or even eight. But my question is, let's say it was eight. Would the committee have still put these teams in the same order that they did? 
Or would they have looked at that 8-9 and gone, uh, Ole Miss, okay, State, mm, that's tough. You know, Pitt did win the ACC. Utah did win the Pac-12. Should we give them a little bit more credit and bump them up? And I don't like that. I don't like that we're going to leave this to a committee of humans that are idiots. Because humans are idiots, not these particular ones. That's all of them. I don't, I don't think they should do it. Look, the BCS system, I liked. I liked the BCS system because it didn't just take the human polls, which the AP should be, a, it's a joke. Yeah, but they took the AP and the coaches poll, and then they went, all right, now let's throw some computer into it with it, and let's mix them all together. And see what we get. And I don't see what was wrong with keeping the BCS system and taking the top four when we went to the playoffs. I'll tell you why they didn't do it. Money. It's the answer to everything. Money. That's why they didn't. Because they wanted to make sure they could get the top brands in to get the top dollars, whatever. Now, here's what uh, me, I've said this many times before. I've gone through the uh, AP polls going back to 1936 when it began, and I cannot find a team, seventh or lower, that has a legitimate claim in a national title. Okay? But in the interest of the sport and where we are today, I will allow eight teams to make the playoffs. That would be the most. I don't want to see this 12 crap where the top four all get a bye. No, let's play, you, want, you want to play football? Let's play football. Let's do the top eight. But the top four seeds host on campus. Now, let's say right now that they had the semifinals being hosted on campus and it wasn't a money grab for the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl this year, you know, all the others, where they get all the money, where the college town, because, you know, Miami and Dallas, they need the money. Not... Tuscaloosa, Ann Arbor, Athens, and Cincinnati. All right, Cincinnati's a little different. But you see the other three, college towns. Can you imagine the influx of money if a playoff game is being hosted on campus? And let's say you do go to eight and you just do the first round on campus. But, all right, you got SEC championship weekend. Or I'm sorry, championship weekend. The others play too. Uh, the first weekend in December. So two weeks later, that puts you around the 15th, uh, 18th of December. Two weeks later, on campus, top four seeds host. Yeah. And then you can go two weeks later. Up. Oh, now we're right here at New Year's. Hey, now you can have your semifinals and then your championship just like you do now. And I'm okay with that. I am great with that. Because Tuscaloosa would love, love to have it. But let me tell you another reason. You're bringing the elements into play. You're bringing the weather into play. Okay? That's something we have not seen in the postseason. In the playoffs of college football. Has not happened. Because in the playoffs right now, they're all played in sunny, nice places or in domes. All of them in good weather. Let's say, let's say that these four, let's say they had said, hey, you know what, the semifinals, they were going to be on campus. 
and Cincinnati's coming to Tuscaloosa. And because they have Michigan at number two, Georgia would go to Michigan. What do you think the weather's like on December 31st in Ann Arbor, Michigan, compared to Athens, Georgia, or Tuscaloosa compared to Cincinnati? You see where I'm at with this? Now your seedings all matter. Now, Right now, it does not matter that Michigan and Georgia are 2-3 because they're playing in Miami. It's a neutral site game, and it doesn't matter what the ranking is beside them. Had this game been played on campus, then these rankings really wouldn't matter. They would really matter because there is a big difference in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and Athens, Georgia on on New Year's Eve. I promise. So, (laughs) but bring the elements into it. And if I was the Big Ten, I would be screaming for this. But the Big Ten commissioner is an idiot. We all saw that last year. That clown, I don't know how he got the job or whatever, but he's too stupid to realize any of this. He's not getting it. And he lost all his credibility last year with with everything he did with COVID. When you jump out there on that limb and it's a twig and it breaks, you're done, bro. You're done. You don't get to talk anymore. Nobody's listening. You can scream at the top of your lungs and nobody cares. You're the boy that cried wolf. That's what you are. Anyway, y'all see where I'm at with this on the playoffs. That I don't think it should go to 12. <clears throat> I don't think there's any year that you could go, oh, I mean, that Pitt team, that Utah team, they deserve to be in the playoffs. Those are conference champions. Conference champions matter. Do they? So we're going to let every conference champion in? There's the Sun Belt. There's Conference USA. There's the MAC. Where does it end? Do you end when you get like basketball is? We got 72 teams getting in because, oh, you won your conference tournament, so you got an automatic bid, and now we got all these at-larges because blah, blah, blah. Oh, we'll just let conference champions in. What if we did that? All right. I'd like to announce that Alabama has just left and joined Conference USA, and we'll see you in the playoffs every year. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's just, that's just silly. Um, now, let's, let's look ahead here. You do have a football game this week, Army-Navy. Army, uh, Army's minus seven in this game. The over-under is 34 and a half. Uh, Navy's dominated this series overall. But Army has won four of the last five. Another one last year. Navy won the year before. Last year was like 13 to nothing. Um, yes, ugly game. I'm going to go with Army, minus the seven. And I'm going to take the under. And I generally always take the under in Army-Navy because it's Army-Navy. Uh, but that's just the only game this week, so I thought I'd give you all that little, that little pick there. I'm with Army and the under. Now I'm going to look at a couple other things here. I'm going to switch gears from college football. I'm going to jump over to Champs League Soccer. Now, Champs League Soccer just finished the group stage, so I want to explain what's happening here. 16 teams. There were eight different groups of four, Right. The top two from each group have advanced out of the group, and they will be moving on to the round of 16. In the round of 16, it becomes uh, 
the knockout stage. And what they do is they play a home and home with everybody. You know, like with whoever you're matched up with. So there'll be eight matches. Um, and you'll play it, it would be like a series, but you don't do a three game series. You do a two game series, a home and home. I'm gonna stop clicking that pin. I can hear it, and I'm sorry. James, please don't kill me. My man James is awesome, and he can hear every little thing in the background that I don't always hear. And uh, I just realized I'm sitting here clicking this pin, and, and he might kill me. But, James, I'm sorry. Uh, I know that was driving you nuts. Um, mm. <laughs> Back to Champs League Soccer. So, the, uh, the round of 16, it's a home and home. But they do aggregate scoring. And aggregate scoring is very simple. And let's say I'm playing against you. And we go to your place and I beat you three to nothing. And we come back to my place and you beat me one to nothing. Well, guess what? Three to one, I won. Now, it can get more complex in the fact that let's say at home, I'm at home. And you beat me one to nothing. But then we go to your place, and I beat you two to one. Well, I mean, that's two to two. So we're tied. No, we're not. I had two road goals. You had one. Road goals count more than a home goal. I know. That seems silly, but it does. Anyway, so I would advance. Now, it can end dead tied. And if it does, then at the end of the second leg... They go to overtime, play a 30-minute overtime period, then penalty kicks to decide who moves on. But, mm, real quick, here are the 16 teams that are still alive. This is in alphabetical order, so I've shown no favoritism. Uh, Ajax, Atletico, Bayern Munich, Benfica, Chelsea, Inter Milan, Juventus, Liverpool, Losk. Manchester City, Manchester United, see how stayed in alphabetical order there. PSG, Real, Salzburg, Sporting, and Villarreal. Those are your 16 that have advanced. The draw to see who plays whom will be uh, Monday. And so we'll know all the matchups then. Um, now, <laughs> there's also the Europa League tournament, right? Now, this is Champions League. Europa League. It's kind of like the NIT. You know, it's not, but it's kind of like it. That, oh, that's a, that's a tournament going on at the same time, but it's a lesser tournament. The teams that came in third place in their group, they're not just done. They fall into the Europa tournament. You see what I'm saying? So Europa's been going also, and now these teams that were playing in Champions League are going to fall into the Europa tournament. And I always thought that was pretty cool. Um... Mm. Oh, you made the big tournament and you got knocked out you know, in group stage. Well, now you're not going to be able to collect that money of you know, the TV money and all that from you know European games, the Europa games and stuff. No, 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 you can. You know what? Go play in that tournament now. And let's see how you do. But chance to keep playing in European tournaments. Uh, fourth place, yeah, that's your fault. You're out. Go home. <laughs> Go focus on your domestic league. Um, anyway. Now, let's jump over to college basketball. 
But I'm going to look at this from a different perspective. I'm not going to sit here and go through the top teams in the country and how good they look and who could possibly win it all at the end of March, blah, 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 because that's crazy talk. You have no idea. We got most of the season still ahead of us. We're not even in January yet. We're not even in the conference play yet. You know? Mm. Rankings matter not. Purdue is currently ranked number one in the country. Yeah, well, they struggled with Rutgers last night, so I don't care about your rankings. So here's what we're going to look at. Who are the best teams and the worst teams so far against the spread? Ooh. You know who the best team in the country is against the spread right now? 9-0 and against the spread? Monmouth. Yeah, that's college. Um... Maryland Eastern Shore is 7-0 against the spread. Now, all these that I'm about to rattle off are 7-1 against the spread. You got Fairfield, Cornell, LSU, Shane, Lane. Y'all listen? UAB, 7-1 against the spread. DePaul, Davidson, Reggie, Carter, Kelvin. Y'all listen? Alcorn, 7-1 against the spread. Western Illinois and Arizona. All 7-1 against the spread. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. For the curious out there, SEC-wise, Alabama, Auburn, they're both 6-2 against the spread. Um, like, And then it falls down. Because you go to Vandy, Ole Miss, South Carolina, they're all 4-4 four four against the spread and it gets worse from there. So, but, you know, whatever. Um, I'm sorry, Florida 6-3 against the spread. I'd, I'd overlook that one. But, mm. Now, my favorite ones. Let's go to the bottom. Who's the worst against the spread? Who can I go? I don't care who they're playing. I'm taking the other team. William and Mary, 0-9 against the spread. Maine, 0-5 against the spread. Idaho State, 0-8 against the spread. I like the work you boys are doing. I like the work y'all are doing. Uh, a couple others here. Oregon State and NC State, both 1-8 against the spread so far. So there's a little something for you to, to look at on there. If you're wondering about some of the big dogs that you can go, you know, I, I, I know basketball. I don't really have to follow it that closely. I don't really have to look at it to bet on it. You know, I know basketball. Do you? Because Duke is 3-3-2 three, three against the spread. Gonzaga is 4-6 against the spread. Hey, Sockenbucker, Memphis is 3-5 and five against the spread. Oh, well, look at who they play. Look at, I don't care who they play. This is the, this is the, you are what your record says you are, and that's what you are against the spread. So, mm. are you a great team to bet on or not bet on? Well, there's your answers. There you go. By the way, if you're curious about other teams out there, don't come up to me and ask. There's about 300-and-something college basketball teams, and I did not memorize the list. You're going to want to go to Google. It's this magic little space where I find a lot of information. And when I think about something, I just look it up. So, there's some college basketball for you to to take a look at and to remember whatever. Now, I want to jump over real quick to the hottest league going right now that is not the NHL. Yeah, we love the NHL. I do. It's, it's a man's game. It's physical. I love it. That the only league that is hotter 
That's right. T-Town Dart League. T-Town Dart League, real quick. Here's the standings. You got Hoppers sitting on top with 70 points. Captain West is, is steering the ship. Uh, Dead Monkeys. Yes, that is what Robert and George and them named their team this year. Uh, I, I don't want to know what, if there's a story behind that. Uh, sitting there at 66. Uh, third Dart Magic. Uh, that's, that's my team. We're sitting there at 62 points. Uh, the four-time champion, Dartman Cometh, sitting there at 54. They made a few roster adjustments, but they seem to be uh, seem to still be there. Uh, Bia from the Houndstooth, uh, sitting there at 49. Glory Pounders at 46, along with the Dart Women Cometh, who have two men on their team. Two very good players that are men on their team. Uh, Bad Darts, more beer, sitting at 38. Old... The Old Dogs Young Bucks, 36. Winter Boozed, team that plays out of Unique, they're at 36. The other Unique team, throwing points, hurting feelings, 33 points. Short Staff, Sticky Tips at 14, and Dark Mall at 14. But here's something to remember. Every team, is there's 13 teams, there's a bye week for somebody each week, right? So I just gave you the standings. And I was like, well, who hasn't had their bye yet? Hoppers, they have a bye coming up this week. Dead Monkeys, Third Dark Magic, B-Yaw, Glory Pounders. Those are the teams that haven't had a bye yet. All right? So that's uh, five of your top six teams still yet to have a bye. So there's chances for people to make up ground. Also, on top of that, Third Dark Magic and B-Yaw, have a makeup game to play. So <laughs> it's like, all right, we'll kind of cancel out their bye weeks, you know, back to that because they have, they have a, they, and it's getting, you know, against each other. That's going to be a great match. They're a really good team. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Well, always a lot of fun when we play them. But they're trying to work on rescheduling that. I don't know how often Keon are doing. If you didn't hear last week, uh, we found out shortly before we were going to play. Uh, that Keon, uh, we had to put him on the injured reserve. Uh, he has injured his back. And, uh, he, you know, we gave him the treatment. We gave him the shot. We gave him everything we, we needed to give him, and uh, he, he wasn't able to go. We hope that he uh, gets healthy. The doctors will not tell me anything because, you know, I'm, I'm not involved in his personal life apparently but uh it's like no i really i don't know uh i just know his back's still bothering him i don't know how bad i don't know uh how long he'll be out i don't know well we went out and grabbed uh nick sneed from innisfree and uh brought him in he played with us and he played well uh his first game was uh doubles 01 him and scotty Mack. he actually hit the out in that game and uh, we like Sneed, so hopefully he'll be a, a, you know, you know, next man up. That's what you got to do, right? And it's filling Keon's shoes probably isn't the easiest thing to do in this league, but uh, hopefully it'll be it'll be okay. And he's just there to you know fill in. Uh, and this next week, I'm pretty sure that that game's gonna have to be rescheduled. Uh, Sam Adams was trying to talk to me about it the other day, and I was like, I'm not our captain call Keon <laughs> but anyway so and we'll see and I'm sure that over Christmas break here while there's still games scheduled you'll see games have to get postponed and and moved and and whatever 
Uh, we arranged, but you know, it's it's everybody's adults. It's a dart league, so it shouldn't be that hard to do. Singles league still going. That's a lot of fun. I'm not going over the standings in both leagues right now because that would get really crazy. Because some of them, knowing that they were going to be out of town around Christmas break and stuff, I might have already played games. I mean, we're in week nine now, and there's games in week 11 and stuff that have been played. And so, yeah, uh, the standings would get really crazy to try and go over all that right now, so I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> anyway, but it is a lot of fun. Uh, not only do we have a t- – uh, you know, Unique has our doubles tournament every Sunday – and I say doubles, it's blind draw. Now, you come in, uh, we do a $7 entry. And then the bar throws money on top of that, of everybody's entries. And we put everybody's name in a hat, we draw them out, boom, this is your teammate, y'all get at it. And we play cricket, we play 501 double out, and uh, we go through and, and find a winner. We pay out first, second, and third place, and the high door out. The reason it's $7 per player is $2 from each player goes into a pot for the high dart out. Uh, and this thing, it's, it's a bit ridiculous, actually, with how good these players in the league have become. Uh, we had a, a, a 106 and a 112, you know, high dart out. It's like different weeks. It's like, man, you got to get up there. Um, Red Shed also does their tournament on Monday nights. Now, there's just free to enter, but there is uh, uh, some uh, cash that is paid out from the bar and stuff and everything for that. They do theirs on Monday at 7. Uniques is Sunday at 5. Anybody that's interested in just getting in the league, getting into darts, that's what these tournaments are for. These tournaments were created to get people to be able to come in, to start playing, to... You know, you'll, you'll learn strategy, you'll meet a lot of players in the league, and you'll probably end up getting picked up on a team to play in the league. You know, and then you can, you know, you just get better by playing more and playing competitively. And so it's, it's open to everybody, whatever. Well, and I love that about it. And I'll be honest, you know, if it's me playing in it, sometimes after the draw, then I'll look at my teammate and be like, oh, we can win this. You know, I got I to, you know, we can, we can do something. I got to throw. You know, let's go. And other times I've gotten the draw, and I'm like, well, we're done. <laughs> yeah, you know, you still want to do your best, but you know, it's like, ah, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough one. Um. Anyway, that's fine. Some of the people have complained about, you know, oh, I always get a bad team. I never get a good teammate. You know, blah blah blah. And I was sitting there, and I was like, you know what? Let's do a singles tournament. So on Thursday nights, now at Unique, 7 p.m., we're doing a singles tournament. And this is also beneficial because there were some people I had talked to that are you know newer into the league that wouldn't play in the doubles tournaments because they're like, why don't somebody draw me out and be mad they drew me out? You know, I don't want to upset them because I know they want to play and they want to win and I'm not really good. Well, here's a chance for you to only let yourself down. And it's $7, just like we do on our Sunday tournament. Same exact format, except there's no teammate. It's just you. We do a pro shoot in the winner's bracket. And what that is, that's one game of cricket, one game of 501 double out. If it's tied one-to-one, the winner of the court will call the third game. And then in the loser's bracket, it is one game, winner of the court calls the game. That's just speed it up. 
Uh, we've had that for two weeks now. Marvin beat Brad in the finals uh, week one with Matt Jones coming in third. Last night, I was able to beat Daniel Jones in the final with Matt Jones coming in third. Um, Matt also had the hot art out last night. Claire from Glory Bound. She had the hot art out uh, week one. I can't remember. It was 100 and something. 102, 106, something. I don't remember exactly. Uh, I'm sure she could tell you. But, yeah. Uh, so, that's tell you, like, there's, <laughs> there's some good players. There's some good players in this. And it's a lot of fun. But uh, come out, check it out, throw some darts. I mean, obviously, you can come here and, you know, a lot of bars would throw darts every day. But that's just uh, something that we enjoy doing. While we're talking sports and everything, check out that uh, check out that singles league also, man. You'll see, because I go through the schedule. Like, if you go to ttimedartleague.com and you go to the schedule, you can go singles. There's an Eastern Division and a Western Division. And... I put the scores on the schedule so you can see how people did against each other. And let me tell you, you're going to be surprised by some of the scores you've seen. Because if I just tell you two players, you're going to go, oh, yeah, he's, he's good. Oh, yeah, I don't really know who that is. And then you look at that and you go, oh, wow, that second person beat him bad. You know, uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not chalk. It's not chalk at all. It is uh, a competitive league, top to bottom. you got to come with it. And I love that about it. Anyway, guys, that's my time. That's my time. I'm going to be done. Uh, It is the holiday season. I will tell you, I will be back next week. Oh, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. I didn't promote a Bowl Mania Challenge. That's right. It's back, baby. If you didn't see it, now you know I've done this for a long time in a lot of different places. Uh, Here at Unique, we're doing it again. We got prizes and gift cards and stuff for winners. Um, nothing for the losers. It's St. Auburn. St. Auburn. Go down there if you want a participation trophy. It's not what we do here. Title town. Anyway. Um, very simply, it's on the uh, ESPN.com. <coughs> Unique 2021 is the group name. The password is Thumbprint. Thumbprint. If you don't know, it's our signature drink here that we've come up with. It matches our logo that is a, well, thumbprint <laughs> with a martini glass sitting in the middle of it. I've had people ask me, they're like, hey, that's not your thumbprint, is it? Because somebody could steal your identity. I'm like, no, no, my, my thumbprint does not have a martini glass sitting in the middle of it. You idiot. Um, <laughs> mine's a shot glass. <laughs> it's, anyway, no, uh, <laughs> it's... It's, uh, but that's just something, uh, something that's always fun to do. It makes every bowl game a little more exciting. Ours is with confidence points. And it gave you the option this year of doing it. Uh, standard, where just each game you pick is the same amount of points. Uh, so you pick the most correct. You could pick against the spreads, which I seriously thought about. And then it gave you another one that was confidence points. And I was like, let's do the confidence points. Because that's always fun because you don't know early on how many points other people like. You know, we could all have the same picks. And, you know, one of us end up in first place, the other one in last. Because I, oh, that's not possible. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, most of the same picks. 
But, oh, I went really confident on Ole Miss to beat Baylor. And you were really big on Baylor. You know, so you lost those points. I hit these, and, uh, you know, it's big. But uh, and then another game, you know, you took some Team A and I took Team B, but we each only had two points on it, so it really didn't matter that much. You see what I'm saying? The confidence points makes everything better. Anyway, check it out. Get in there. That is that is my time. So, as always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. But when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman.